In recent days, it has become apparent that a lot of a lot of funhouse employees do need to be strapped into protective equipment at all times. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, Jacob in big old oven mitts, John Smith in a helmet that has been taped to his head. Yes, I was indeed. thinking about leaving that on him. Yeah, mm-hmm. seems like it I could was be worried. Used. Your yeah. husband, Mandate. your husband seems to be pretty fond of that hoverboard too. He loves it. It Scares me. He's hovering everywhere. Every time I see him on it, I get like nervous. I don't know. He wants <laughs> to get like a fake pair of legs mm-hmm. <laughs> to have on a blanket that he wraps around oh, himself, God. so that way it looks like. I know. I feel like every morning I see Matt Peak gliding around the office or spinning around in circles and just smiling the whole Matt time. Matt loves it. Yeah, droop. No way to tighten that up. There's John no posted a little so. secret Instagram yesterday of Matt, uh, <laughs> Instagram story of Matt like on the hoverboard. He was That's loving cute. it. I almost saw Matt fall and Whoop. next to his desk. He caught himself, but man, it was a real solid trip. Or he like leapt off of it and then had to catch himself on the floor and stuff. Everyone has almost fallen off a hoverboard. Right? There's no point to even using a hoverboard unless you're perpetually about to fall off. Uh, when I was younger and more extreme, I had a life philosophy that if, if at any moment I wasn't healing from a terrible injury, I was wasting skin cells because they just flake off. How did you get extreme? What was your what was your conveyance? Like, what did you use? Oh boy, there wasn't a whole lot to hurt yourself on in small town Texas, but I tried my best. Uh, a lot of it involved going out into the woods with medieval weaponry that we constructed from awesome. Home Depot equipment and then just hit each other. Is that extreme? That's pretty extreme. We played street so hockey without LARPing. skates. It's LARPing, yeah. So you're just on feet? We just ran around with That's hockey cool. sticks. Did you invent LARPing? It was LARPing. No, it wasn't LARPing. Okay. I'm not Wait. stupid. No, it was boffer. You just played what street the? hockey and you thought that was extreme? Oh, well, we didn't use skates, though. We just ran around. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've played street hockey like that, too. Yeah. We used a tennis ball, so we had to run really far whenever it went away from us. Your childhood sounds so idyllic. Like, you grew up in the 1950s, I yeah. think, up in Moore Park. Oh, here we go. That is basically what's it's growing up in the 1950s. Skate on, like, real ponies. These cool dudes. Huh? What's up, Omar? Yeah, it, it droops. Yeah. So we're getting ahead of it. I adjusted it. There we go. Hold on. Whoop. All right. Yeah, Windows. That's what I wanted. <laughs> All right. Hold on. Hold on. I, hey, everybody. Welcome to a fake bowl of dude soup. You look at the surface, and it looks like there's ingredients in it, but that's just been mapped on there by a uh, computer algorithm. I'm your host, Lawrence Sontager, am I? That could be fake, too. We're talking about deep fakes, by the way. Uh, but not how you think. Uh, it's going to have a positive note. Um, joined by a panelist of deep fake experts, people mm-hmm. that uh, are very familiar with the technology and consume it on a daily basis. Jacob Fullerton, who probably doesn't even know what a deep fake is. Both deep and fake. Wait, do you know what a deep fake is? Uh, Bone sort of explained it to me about <laughs> 10 right minutes ago. <laughs> OK. Uh, and then, yeah, perennial father. Bones, aka Adam. father slash deep fake connoisseur. <laughs> Drink out of your mug. <laughs> yeah, also gigantic mug holder. It keeps me positive. Good, good, I good guess, yeah, it's it. got a lot of eat, pray, love shit on the side yeah. there. Learn from yesterday. Hold on, what does the rest of that say? Yeah, it says, learn, learn from yesterday, live for today, hope for tomorrow. I wouldn't know how to do any of these things if my mug didn't say so. I'm glad it says it on both sides so it looks like you're just reciting it, but you're just reading off one side of it. <laughs> He's got it memorized. Bones always has an eye for the camera. That's what I like. Indeed. And then, uh, oh boy. Sadly, probably of all of us, the one who might be most intimately familiar with deepfakes. Because it's happened to me multiple times now. Yeah. In the pornographic imagery that's Congratulations. Made of me. Yeah. Thank you. I didn't know the terminology. I didn't know that that people refer to it as deepfake, but I was fully aware with the facial mapping mm-hmm. technology and and that it that it is a is very uh, prevalent now. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. Yes. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. I'm a little jealous. 
I've been waiting for my my round. I'm sure someone's done it to you. Yeah, I guess. Uh, today's podcast is sponsored by two fine sponsors, Movement and Blue Apron. You can get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns by going to movement.com slash dude soup. And you can check out this week's menu and get your first meals, first three meals for free at blueapron.com slash soup. That's reminding me that I have to go get my sunglasses. I'll do, I'll do that in a minute. Mm. But first, yes, look at these fine specimens of men uh, in, enduring the most brutal of combat out in what appears to be an empty field, which is where boffer typically happens. Yes, uh, the fine sport, young men at the peak of physical power. Is this how you spent your childhood? Uh, it was a chunk of it. There was a... Adolescence. There was, there was a magic moment. Uh, there, are, there are moments in your life where everything aligns and you do the most badass thing. Okay. Um, and I'm about to tell you one of those, one of those moments. And it does involve a PVC pipe and a lot of uh, plumbing insulation. Okay. So I had, I had made a double-sided staff, which was a cool weapon. Uh, I believe this was circa episode one. So, ah, hmm. uh, machinima sound. What? Okay. Well, anyway, uh, we, you know, we were going at it pretty hard. Uh, bros out in the forest. Uh, working, working shit out, mm-hmm. uh, discovering combat techniques as you do, and then I had a friend who was like well down this empty barren field, uh, who was running perpendicular to me, and I thought I'm gonna try this, but there's no way it's gonna work. So I hefted up like a javelin, mm-hmm. and this dude is like I want to say like 20 yards away. Okay. Uh, and I just I just let it fly. Whoosh! No what way was, in hell. What was it made of? PVC pipe. Yeah, PVC pipe oh and gosh. plumbing insulation. It, it honestly wasn't that heavy, except for the fact that. This javelin glided through the air, much like the arrow of the guy who shot the arrow that landed in Achilles' heel. Paris. It was Paris, right? I just made made up. I I was totally convinced you could have had me there. So, uh, like, like Paris's arrow flew (laughs) through the sky, perfect parabola. Okay. And then just clean this dude out, hit him right on the chin. He went down. I was like, "Fuck me! That wasn't supposed to happen." I have a question. Yeah. What was on the tip of the spear? Uh, more, more like insulation, but it was like so. It was, it was okay. plumbing insulation. So Poison. it's basically foam, and then you just wrap a lot of. Duct so it was tape like in three hundred, where it like skimmed him. And just, like, no, oh, okay. it didn't open him up or anything. But uh, yeah, he he went down like a sack of potatoes, and who's, I ran over and apologized who, profusely. Uh, whose idea was it to do it? Well, we were all, all bored. Coughing. Like, yeah. was there one guy in the group that was like? Dude's got an idea. Let's I think so. It was sort of a viral thing. He had boffed with other people. Wait, and we were all just Oh. Yeah. Let's have a boff. Oh, yeah. Telling you guys, I didn't make up the word. Is it an acronym? Or I actually just, have no idea. Or what is it, it automatopoeia? You boff people. That actually is more likely, I think. So your okay. friend said, Who never wants to get laid? Yeah. And, and we all raise our, our hands yeah. as fast as we could. <laughs> you get a boffer. Yeah. You get a boffer. <laughs> and whose stepdad's pickup truck can we take to Home Depot to buy all this shit? It was my van. Oh, okay. My sweet van. You know all about vans. I do. Uh, my van was cooler though. I'm not. Well, I didn't. I never lived in it. I'm a gentleman. It's not a bed. <laughs> Trust me. Today's podcast brought to you by vans. Yeah. The, the shoes. God, I wish. Uh, no, today's podcast is brought to you by fake porn. Um, or rather, the implications of fake porn. Or rather, so so typically on Dude Soup, uh, the the du jour, it's a little soup term for you, has typically been I'll find some techie topic and we'll talk about how it's going to ruin the world. But no more. New Year, new podcast, new okay. table, uh, new mics. Um, sort of. They're old. So instead, uh, I'll leave the hard thinking to you in your off time and we'll be light and airy because that's what people like in podcasting. Sure. Um, so there's this interesting article on Vox. 
uh, under the headline, we're underestimating the mind warping potential of fake video. Uh, I guess to recap it a little further, a deep fake is, it's sort of like, you know, Snapchat has face swap. Uh, that technology has been applied to porn because of course it has, uh, where you take a uh, popular or attractive person's face, mine, throwing that out there, you map it onto uh, an actor or actress in a video of your choosing, and then you get to you get to see somebody who may not do that media be in that media. Hmm. Uh, we can leave the arguments about uh, invasion of personal uh, personal privacy to another another podcast, but it's interestingly has the potential to be applied to far more than pornography. Mm-hmm. So, in the case of uh, Vox, uh, has a video from BuzzFeed featuring President Obama. Let me pull that up. Where essentially, this, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's really, it's interesting. It's one of those, like, if you've been on the internet and you can see the pixels, you can kind of tell it's fake. But somebody on, like, a 50-year-old lady on Facebook. Yeah, I saw this too. Not going to be so uh, oh. so discerning. You see this one? Oh, no, I've seen it. Okay. So yeah. I'll just play it a little bit. Uh, it's It does kind of look... Uh, a bit like a, an era in which our enemies can make it look well, like anyone fake. is saying but, anything you know, at any point. If you're scrolling on Facebook and you see even this if stuff, they would never it, say those things. The uh, the Vox article so, sort of gets into uh, how, for instance, they could have me say things well, like not two people talking in it. Yeah, uh, whatever else do this. Probably won't bring up Windows so Help this time. Is that Jordan Peele doing the? Uh, I no, I think was. it's just a sound alike. Oh, is it? Oh, I thought it was Jordan Peele. Is it? Yeah. Okay, then I, I I'm not sure the background of this. To be honest, I skimmed it. Watched this. Then Jordan Peele. He does a fantastic impression. Yeah, seriously, it sounds just like him. Yeah. Uh, so the, int- the the article kind of gets into the uh, the malleability of human memory. Oh yeah, there look at that. That's a good skim. Uh, the malleability of human memory, in that they even they even reference, and this is something we've talked about before. There's an entire subreddit that is convinced that uh, there is a movie uh, involving. Or a movie called Shazam starring Sinbad that never existed. <laughs> uh, and and yeah. so the Vox article kind of gets into how, one, if you see an image or a video that already agrees with your worldview, you're more likely to accept that as truth. Mm-hmm. And that that can happen without you consciously saying, I have seen this image and now I believe it to be true. It's more like you just see the image as you're scrolling through social media and it overwrites passively in your brain your perception of the world. Uh, and then the, the article goes on to ask, well, this, this has very serious ramifications for how news is reported, for our even understanding of reality, uh, given that our worldview outside of our own personal perceptive bubble typically comes from the internet or other people. Now, I could, we could go on about that, but instead, I, uh, I'm going to pose a challenge to all of you, and I will also answer this challenge. I challenge you to find a scenario in which fake video of this way or produced in this way, is actually a positive force for the world that actually does good things and makes people happy, brings people together. Can you imagine a scenario in which that is the case? I I thought about it a lot and had a tough time because my thoughts kept going to pretty morbid places. Yeah. And I, I do think that... It does that, seem overtly negative, doesn't that it? There is a, a huge potential for confirmation bias and this sort of thing to be very dangerous. Um, but when I think of new technology, I always think of like how could it could be applied in a in a medical way. Mm. So stuff like, you know, Skype and and being able to connect remotely when it comes to like surgery or doing any kind of um, like counseling stuff like that. I'm like, oh, that's really great. Whenever there's stuff that involving facial recognition, I guess my brain always goes to neurological related things. Mm. So like, I was like, I wonder if there's something with Alzheimer's. 
a treatment or okay. something where it's like maybe maybe the if you're able to like somebody can create media that then you know somebody that's close to you in your life they're mapped onto that person and they're in, in you know they're creating kind of a treatment like video treatment plan with you I, I i was it was really tough and i or i kept i kept thinking like if someone close to you passes away you're able to um you know map talk to them again talk to them and, yeah. and it, it maybe get some kind of closure like in terms of like grief counseling young kids that you know lose yeah, that's their like parents. a black mirror episode isn't it yeah uh, yeah i guess we're there yeah. yeah and and so like that's that's kind of where my brain kept going was really dark morbid stuff mm. um yeah i don't know I, it's it's sort of it's inherently deceptive yeah I was about to so say, it's yeah. about deception it's not almost. real so even if it, there is some sort of closure it's not it's not real it's well let me let me pose a devil's a question for you yeah there bones let's okay. let's say uh and this this is a stretch so i'll admit that at the outset but let's okay. say uh, we're at the advent of video in general. It's 1910. Uh, I imagine one, if they were if they were so inclined, could make a similar similar statement about video. Is that well, you're showing me this, but it's not happening right now. Therefore, right. there is an element of deception mm -hmm. in representing something because you can use video to like do forced perspective and stuff like that. Tricks of the mind, tricks of the eye. It's it's it is deceptive, but I think it also relies on the viewer, the consumer, to understand the nature of the media, yeah, which is where it gets real. In that tricky. case, yeah, they they go into that theater or they go into that presentation. They know that they're 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 consenting to be deceived. Whereas this could be used, like you were saying, with not just old people but with anybody. Um, yeah, a person scrolling through Facebook, yeah. they're going to see something if they if something like this were to pop up on their feed or something. Yeah, then they would just like see it, think it's real and just keep going. Yeah, you create propaganda, propaganda and you create a facade of something that is is speaking to people who are already really susceptible mm -hmm. to that. Uh, I say clowns, happy clowns. clowns. Imagine. OK, follow me for a second. All right. <laughs> all right. Let me get ready. Clowns have only been getting better. Let's okay. all just accept True. it. <laughs> oh, we're just assuming you're right. Okay. Yeah, no, it, it's, it's an axiomatic statement. Clowns used to be terrible, but the march of technology has done wonderful things for clowning. Uh, no, it's cool. What's up? You're 100% in all of that. Oh, boy. Oh. Yeah, if you can scoot up. Sorry about that. Okay. I'll try to droop with the microphone. Yeah, just slouch. Yeah. I don't know how it's Anyways. framed. <laughs> clowns. No, nah, it looks fine. I'm not okay. here to see me. Yeah. Uh, clowns, yes, of course. Uh, I think, in addition to, like, the ability to construct a human being and then have them say whatever you want can only mean wonders for the clown business and that uh, we can finally, we can finally drive towards the perfect clown. Uh, there have been legendary clowns in the past, but they're all based in reality. And it, your, your average human has limitations to how funny they can be, how poofy their hair can be, how big their, their clown nose can be. But just imagine when those limiters are removed, the delight and joy that clowns can give to children all over the world. Okay. Wait, would these clowns be like a birthday clown that can come and hang out at your birthday party? Are these clowns sure. you just watch on like media or something? Jacob, you tell me which button to hit and Wait, I'll give you whatever you want. Why are we facial mapping the clowns? Yeah. What do you mean? Right? Because then the guy doesn't have to put on makeup anymore. Oh, okay. I okay, see. okay. So, yeah. So, you, so oh, you just think people that. He goes okay. into a hospital, he goes into a closet, he sets up a webcam, and then somebody else holds a. 
<laughs> so, holds a tablet. They go around all the sick kids, and this dude is, is screaming and honking in, in a little closet. Terrifying. Yeah, he could just no, be the webcam clown. That's his thing, so he doesn't actually have to actually go anywhere. All the kids are so happy to see this clown. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no one's ever happy to see a clown. The cl cancer yeah. gone. Just any, like anything that. Just as anybody, like you see kids like going to see Santa Claus at the mall and stuff. As soon as they sit on his lap, they scream yeah. in yeah. terror. Terrifying. Would you ever get a clown for your kid's birthday party? Like they Hell desperately, no. they desperately want a clown. It's your daughter's only oh, wish. Oh, I mean, if she really asked for one, but I don't think she would. Would you get she like a real would. clown or one I've of been, these she'll ask for, like, internet clowns? I've been grooming her since birth. <laughs> that when she's four, she's gonna beg you for a clown. She can have a clown if if she's so desired, It's a real scuzzy guy named Steve. Well, then no. <laughs> Steve the Clown? If he can't even pick a good clown name, then yeah. no. He's not no, no, his real name is Steve. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying he has to pick a clown he's name. He's Boffer the Boffer Clown. Boffer the Clown. That's even <laughs> I get well, Bones, you're, given that you're you're raising a daughter that's going to enter this landscape. Oh, I don't even know what the landscape's going to be in. Well, that's the thing. I'm trying to prepare you. All this right. is actually all for you. All right, I want me. you to know that. <laughs> Let's say, uh, all right, your daughter's eight. No, okay. six. When do people stop liking clowns? Never, Never. is the actual answer. Yeah. <laughs> Thank Birth? you. I don't know. <laughs> uh, all right. You've got a 18-year-old daughter. Okay. Uh oh. Random number. I don't know why I picked it. Uh, 17. 17. <laughs> Much <Okay>. better. <laughs> a mature 17. Getting weirder. Yeah, she looks like 22. She's <laughs> having some flash forwards yeah. right now. <laughs> well, let's let's not touch that one because that 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 you know what that problem's been echoed throughout the ages. We're dealing with new pr new problems. Right. Clown-based problems. Let's go. <sighs> let's say that the tech is there to have the perfect clown deepfake its way into your daughter's birthday party. And it only costs like five bucks. It's super cheap because it's not real. Yeah. You just go to 7-Eleven, you buy your neuro patch or whatever, you slap it on your temple, and then boom, you got a sweet deep faked neuro clown. <laughs> uh, surprising and delighting your weird late teenager's birthday party. I don't like any of this. But let's say your daughter's a contrarian. She, okay. she She's like, Dad, fuck your hollow clown. I want a real clown. Okay. Except it costs $7,000 of future credits. Okay. And it's nowhere near as good as a, as a normal clown. Okay. And you got to invite this weird guy into your house. And you got to let him put makeup on in your bathroom. And he makes a mess in there. And uh, he's got to put his wig. And there's like fake hair everywhere. And your dog is like barking a lot because there's a weird guy around. You're going to have a dog, Bones. Why yeah. I have a kid? It's <laughs> terrible. No, it's awful. But uh, this is the dark future that you're looking at. Okay. And deepfakes could, could, could save you from that. Think about it. By having a, a creepier web-based clown... In, hacking into my house? Cloud-based clown. Okay. So, not to pivot here, but something that I've been thinking, I just want to take the heat off of Bones for a second. Disappointed, really honest. I feel really grossed out, yeah. <laughs> something, something I've been thinking about this topic is, and it's something that we we're seeing in movies where, you know, a, a, a deceased actor mm, is no. brought back in, in yeah. terms of CG, but, you know, with, like, facial mapping technology... Uh, right now, it's just mostly done in like really short video spurts, but yeah. you know, digital maybe, de aging. And yeah, stuff like de aging that. stuff. I I wonder if like actors will eventually start to sign contracts where there's a stipulation that should you, in some freak way, pass away during the production, mm -hmm. that they then have the right to complete it using ma mapping. Jesus. Like to com like I. Goodness. I mean, oh, I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. I know it's morbid, but I think it might already be. It. Maybe you're yeah. you're kind of talking about. Like people's likenesses Likeness. not being things they own anymore. And I'm not saying that that's then, you know, um, indefinitely signed away. I'm saying that's just for the duration of the production, that, the yeah. script that you've signed on to with no alterations, no, you know, amendments. This is the 
we can complete this project with your likeness. Yeah, because they've um, already been doing it a lot. I mean, they did yeah. it with John Candy, and they did it with uh, like the Crow. Carrie Fisher. I mean, yeah, more recently Carrie yeah. Fisher, but even way back, yeah. uh, John Candy's last movie was that terrible Western, and they oh, yeah. they crammed his... Wagons East or something? Yeah, they crammed Wagons his footage East. back in, and... Uh, Brandon Lee, they had to put his footage in the crow and stuff. So. That has to cross like some somebody's mind every time they make a new Mission Impossible movie, and Tom Cruise is climbing into a helicopter yeah. to dive off <laughs> a cliff gonna, or something. Yeah, there's already a production. lot of money going into those productions, and yeah. I mean, I think it could become more commonplace, and it could not feel as as much of of a like stigma mm-hmm. to say like, yeah, okay, if you know, because people have a I lot of clauses in their yeah. and they're not you guys contracts. talk ab- okay talk about clowns. I, I you need got a title. It. And you people, got it, Lawrence. Thank you. Do the clown. Wow. Talk. Wow. No problem. So, yeah, so, like, Best say there's a yeah. clown movie coming out. Maybe they're bringing back the Bozo. Bye, Lawrence. And they're really seriously. worried about, like, maybe Bozo gets into a. Right, oh, my seriously. God. I can't believe. Maybe Bozo. There are serious ramifications for this technology in terms of, like, confirmation bias and people seeing fake videos that you know, reinforce their already radical beliefs. Yeah. I just don't know. I like the Obama jokes. <laughs> yeah. Wait, the next I, guy. I guess it depends on the intent of whoever sure. is like putting it out there. Is well, it, is it illegal? Like when they do it, when they do it on pornography sites, is it? I'm sure you could sue someone. They can actually sue. I'm sure you like, could sue someone for. Like, but that's the thing is like, lo- like things aren't illegal until someone writes, until a government writes it oh, down yeah. and makes it illegal. Like mm-hmm. it can seem immoral and wrong, but until it's on paper, that's why like every time some junkie creates like a new drug, a new weird drug, like it's not illegal technically until, yeah. Yeah. until I, it's been figured out. I think what like worries me more is the impact on like collective consciousness mm-hmm. in terms of something because the human memory is so fragile. The way we remember things is never entirely accurate. Yeah. yeah. And so if you have this memory of yourself at a clown's you know, at your right. birthday party when you're a kid and there's a clown there. <laughs> there is. Uh, yeah. There are studies that have shown that, like, people can be shown doctored images of themselves. Mm-hmm. And because your your brain is so susceptible, your memory is so susceptible, yeah. you may start to believe that happened to you. And I think the same could happen with this. So, yeah, Lawrence, we did stay on the clown subject. Oh, yeah. Sorry, we got, uh, we got, we got drooping mics. Uh, these mics are real heavy. <laughs> Turns out, so we're yeah, we're discovering all sorts of things. New year, new podcast. Uh, we need to get, just get a flathead screwdriver, I guess, and tighten those bad boys up. Yeah. yeah. Tell you what, right. if we if we had deep fake technology right now, we could map those remap those drooping microphones to be nice little perky ones. Yeah. Think about that. <laughs> we were asking a question while you were gone. The one time we weren't talking about clowns. Okay. Good. I was wondering if to. if you know if it's actually literally illegal. Like, is there a law on the books? Preventing this technology from being used. Could you sue someone yeah. if they mapped your face? You would have to sue them on the grounds of like defamation. defamation or something. That could be like yeah. civil though, rather than criminal. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the revenge porn law just got struck down too. Mm. Thanks, Texas. Uh, at least I'm pretty sure it was Texas. Jeez. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, First Amendment shit. Uh, I mean, whatever. First Amendment is very important, but maybe don't do the revenge porn thing. Just a thought. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's fascinating. Wait, what it, does that mean? That the people are allowed to post that shit now? There was a lawsuit, and I don't, I don't. Well, it was it was in Texas court, so a state a state court or a state. Uh, it might get challenged up, but I only saw the headline. I'm not not nearly educated enough to bring it up, but uh, on the grounds of the First Amendment, uh, I think they found that some some dude did, was was within his rights to circulate uh, porn of an oh, ex man. Yeah, that's cool. Yeesh. I mean, whatever. It's just one thing. Maybe the system will work itself out. Yeah, we don't need to worry I, about that right now. With stuff like that, I hope it's like swatting where eventually there is one case that sticks and sets the precedent. I think um, it'll be like that. We're, we're in the middle of like tech running away from 
our government's ability to regulate it. Yeah. Which is not. When they get some like legislation slapped in front of them, it's like this person wants to sue this person because they went on the internet and used technology to turn themselves into a super clown or something. (laughs) This should be illegal. Well, I'll tell you what's going to happen. They're like, I don't know. Sure, I guess. Clowns rise up. Yeah. Yeah. Big clown is going to try to fight this new tech because they know that all these super clowns are going to be impossible. They're not going to get booked for parties anymore like Bones' weird weird daughter with her clown obsession. (laughs) Yeah, sorry, dude. Uh, it's, it's coming, though. you got to get ready for it. So then we're going to have lobbyist fights, clown money getting slung around. Uh, so pe- we need to put our regular-sized feet down <laughs> yeah. on the giant clown shoes that <laughs> oppress us. You're, you're right, though. It's, it's something that I've been waiting to happen where uh, an actress sues because her likeness was stolen and put into content she didn't want it in. It, it's, it's a weird thing. I'm trying to think of, like, the way people license their likenesses mm-hmm. uh it's a big thing with like video games if there's a character somebody played in a movie they have to also license their face for a game and often that doesn't happen i recall that that uh you guys played a minority report yeah. video game and yeah very clearly tom cruise's likeness was not bought for Definitely that game not he was like blonde some and, weird yeah chiseled yeah, blonde dude deep yeah. gritty <laughs> voice not the same uh, and that stuff happens all the time you get sound alikes for video games yeah. uh which are close, but not quite. But it's it's weird. You can sound like somebody, but if you look like them, suddenly that's another thing. Is is the technology we're talking about? Is it is it recreating someone's face to where it looks like them, or are they actually just removing clips of them from an interview or a, or a film and then overlapping it? You know what I mean? Is it like the Princess Leia style? Oh. where they're, they're recreating a face on top of another face, or are they just cutting and pasting, for lack of a better term, and slapping it on. I think it's a little bit of both. Because yeah. okay. so you, recreating it might be a different, it'd be on different mm, legal ground. Because mm. then if, it, if they're actually taking the face from uh, someone else's work, that could be a copyright issue. So yeah, no, and, and that, that also happens. If you, yeah. if you look at like Battlefront 2, was the last one I remembered, where all the models in the game kind of look like the respective actors, mm-hmm. but yeah. not enough mm-hmm. to like, uh, to to be like, oh yeah, that is totally Harrison Ford because it's totally not. <laughs> uh, let me let me look up that uh, particular character model because it's an interesting case study. They put a big goofy beard on him. Uh, well, not not in Battlefront, <laughs> but yeah, in the second one. I want Jacob to be EA's like lawyer yeah. in court. Yeah. Well, as you can see, Your Honor, we put a big goofy oh, yeah, beard right. on they him. Did put a big case dismissed. Him. Yeah, case dismissed. It's they did like put a big goofy beard on him. It's enough of a Carrie Fisher for the players to recognize that this is Princess Leia. But we've added a goofy beard to avoid any <laughs> yeah. legal ramifications. <laughs> Everyone, we deep faked the beard. Yeah. So my understanding of the tech, just having seen it like in action, is that you have a face, and software detects motions of that face basically okay. maps like a, a 3d map onto it so cheekbones up eyes closed mouth mm-hmm. open and then it gets another face a still image mm-hmm. finds the points of articulation on there and like here's where the lips and okay. here's where the eyes are and then it basically just warps the still image okay to match the motions of a moving face yeah because yeah. in the pornography i've seen of myself it's just my face you know, keyed map to this person's face. But if you'll remember the uh, Barack <laughs> Obama, yeah. that was that was clearly like manipulated yeah. articulation right. of, mm-hmm. of his facial muscles. So, I guess what I'm saying is, uh, Barack and I, uh, you're saying just kind of well, step was, up your game for kind of like this. <laughs> that was yeah. like that um that Andy Circus Shakespeare reading from GDC where they like mo capped his face and then just they showed just like his face like as a digital recreation and him saying this this Shakespeare stuff and then did a side by side where he's like this alien where they've like mm-hmm. moved everything around 
to like fit a different skeleton and still using the same like uh like motion capture and stuff but just using his voice but yeah it's the same thing of just like moving points of articulation around to like fit on okay. something else so this is where this is why it's so muddy legally is because they're not mm-hmm. well yeah and and i think at some point there will there will have to be a legal definition of what constitutes repurposing someone's likeness without yeah. their consent and people will skate right up to that line as often and as hard as they can especially when it comes to porn and if they want to call it art too, that can that can be a, oh boy. an issue. Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot like of if you make a sculpture of a celebrity, they can't sue you, right? That's yeah. Or can unless they? unless you sell it, um, if because you make money off. Oh, okay. Because then you're you're making money off of somebody else's product, basically, right. swimming in their wake, which happens a lot of time. Basically, at the discretion of companies to judge, it's not worth the time or the PR mm-hmm. to go after people who do that. Uh, yeah, it's it's a. It's a weird situation. Uh, the the thing that yeah ultimately hits me about it is this stuff is moving way faster than laws can yes. get passed to to challenge it. And then yeah, you're totally right. Somebody's gonna make porn of uh, me someday, yeah. and then uh, I'll just have to be like, oh, oh Tadri, I take you to court, sir. Don't do it again. He's <laughs> Druthers. And then they'll they'll uh, they'll claim, oh no, it, it's just an artistic interpretation mm-hmm. of what mm-hmm. I think you fucking three guys right. would look like. Right. And I have to say, oh, I would never do that. It, maybe not four or five is what I would say. <laughs> is it something that anybody has sought like some kind of lawsuit for or anything? Or is it just something nobody really notices? I was wondering or any, like famous people. Hmm, that's a good question. I've called my lawyer, Jacob. No, no, <laughs> oh, no, no, I mean, I what am I This video could exist, but you just got to put a big goofy uh, beard on her. trash. What am I going to do? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I've, uh, I've been waiting. That, that's one of those cyberpunk milestones I I've been waiting for. Is it Cyberwatch already? Uh, it actually can be, yeah. <laughs> but first, uh, don't get deep faked. Get yourself a nice pair of sunglasses. Hold on. I'm, I'm about to enter... About to enter summer zone. Oh. <gasps> Is that Tom Cruise? Or someone stealing his likeness? It's a digitally <laughs> de-aged Tom Cruise. That's right. Tom Cruise is here and he's younger. Oh wait, that, that would be Tom Cruise like before he learned all his rad stunts. Maybe Circumission Impossible too. Uh, yeah, if you want to look as cool as this, you should check out Movements Sunglasses Collection. Typically we uh, promote their watches, but they're also branching off into sunglasses and here they are. Boy, do they look great. Very, Very cool. Tom Cruise-ish. I also get that. Get that studio light mm-hmm. shine on there. Get some lens flares going. It's that summer sun baking me in. Mm. I'm going to get bronze. Get ready for the beach. <laughs> uh, uh, Movement would like you to know that they make quality, trendy sunglasses at a fair price. They're not plastic. They're acetate. And if you're not familiar with the dif- difference, my man, they're entire. Well, here, try it on. They're a little weightier. They're a little thicker. Uh, I, my entire life, have only really worn uh, gas station sunglasses. So this is a, a nice improvement. For me. They're very comfortable. Yeah. They feel good. Look good. It's time for summer. Uh, you can get 15% off with free shipping and free returns if you find you don't look this fucking fabulous at uh, movement.com slash dude soup. That's M-V-M-T dot com slash dude soup. All one word. So thank you. 15% off, free shipping, free returns. Be a little more like me. That's good life advice. Yeah. Should put it on a mug. Yeah, Go I to just, town class. <laughs> I, I just lost my gas station sunglasses, so what? I'm in the market. Well, Jacob, have I got a deal for you? Uh, so yeah, Cyberwatch. Boy, the hits don't stop coming. Roll that, yeah! What? Man, stop it, honest. Please, what's going on? This is when I actually saw. Just, just uh, relax yeah. your body and let okay, it happen. Just let it happen. This is when I actually learned about before Cyberwatch oh, happened. Yeah, this this well. is big fucking news. <laughs> except it's totally not. Uh, 
So this is this is from Game Pressure, who's got those hot leaks <laughs> for us. Uh, they got a little video there. She got a little. Uh, it's yeah, always she got the a, same a little image. cyber arm. Elise, hold back your excitement. <laughs> so yeah, the hits don't stop coming. It's nothing but breaking news every week. Cyberpunk, probably four or five days away at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, next d- today, this week's giant headline: Cyberpunk might be at first person. <laughs> wow. Wow! Lawrence, what does this mean for you specifically? It means that I'll be able to further immerse myself in the wonderful world of cyberpunk, which is something I've been waiting to do my entire life. So couldn't be better news. Uh, this comes uh, this comes direct from a leak that Game Pressure has uh, themselves. They got a little little journalistic source on the inside. You know, they've been they've been bugging the bars that the CD Projekt Red devs like to hang out at. They're uh, you know they're. They're hanging under their cars. Mm-hmm. They're drilling through the floor, feeding mics up in there. And they for, got the hot scoop, first this. person. Except that we actually knew that back in 2013. So, <laughs> so wait, Lawrence, does that oh, mean no. that you don't get to look at the the sexy robot lady? You have to be the sexy robot. So you can do both, my man. Yeah, yeah, it's a perfect game. Oh uh, my god. So yeah, uh, Newsweek t- pretty much dunked on this this exclusive, uh, claiming that yeah, actually the first person thing was divulged in a presentation in 2013. Where the last bullet there, it says mixed uh, third-person perspective, first-person perspective. So that has actually been announced for Newsweek. Five years knocking now. Knocking down those small game pressure site. This is the five-year update of the news story? Yeah, but it's, it's basically done. So the game's basically done. That was the other part of the leak. The game's done. And okay. I'll have it tomorrow. And I'll quit this job and just let <laughs> Cyberpunk. Nice. Uh, some other leaks, uh, apart from the game basically being done, was that it'll have wall running. <gasps> Jacob likes that. It's a good guy. I appreciate walls. that. I am floored. Se- second, there might there there's a segment that happens on the moon. Wow. I know the moon, the moon bones. You didn't think about that, did you? All right, I'm in. Yeah, you are. Nice. I love the moon. Cyberpunk 2077. Yes, yes. Can't wait. You know what? It took me a long time to realize. Uh, so you, I'm sure you've seen it. We've all seen it. The uh, like uh, shadow run depiction of, of cyberpunk dudes who have cool like geometric face tattoos. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are, we yeah we are we're all very familiar with this imagery. <laughs> uh, hold on a minute. Let Delightful. Pull up a little a little visual imagery for you. Uh, it turns out that even in the setting, I thought it was just like a cool aesthetic thing. Turns out that shit is done to uh, fool face recognition software. Whoa. Is he on really topic? It's the game? What are you talking about? Police? Uh, That's what I'm trying to pull up the the fucking visual aid. It's all tied together. So if you see a person with these kind of tattoos, you know that they're secretly a hollow clown. Yeah. Can't you just map their tattoos? Easier than you can map facial features? (laughs) No. That's true. The robots uh, software. It's designed to see things. Okay. Okay, so something like this. Here we go. (laughs) This is kind of what I'm... So it looks cool. But sure al- but also like random geometric okay. shapes in the middle of a of a face full uh, face recognition software. Also, on an unrelated note, look at this hallway of cool motherfucking human oh, beings. Are these all dark elves? Some of them. <laughs> there's a few orcs in there. Yeah. Some orcs. There's some. Oh, that's just the chick from uh, Hunger Games. Street samurai. <laughs> look at this. Can't Whoa. wait for us all to oh, be that. That's a real person. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Nice. Get some glasses like that. Well, that'll do it for Cyberwatch this week. This Wait, was what was man. the... Wait, what did you want to establish here? First person. Okay, but they did in 2013. So yeah, you, but didn't, you didn't actually bring us anything new to the confirmed. table. Confirmed. No, it's the anniversary of the original story. And it's con- double confirmed. 
Mm. You can hear it from one person. Anyone can make whatever up. Cyberwatch only confirmed news. I, I think Cyberwatch has gotten soft. First per- oh no! How, How are you going to you- see your facial tattoos if it's all in first person? When you're wall running, it goes into third person. <gasps> okay. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. Well, cool. you, <laughs> my my <laughs> questions have been answered. Tank top. You think cyber? You think <laughs> cyberpunk didn't think of that, Jacob? <laughs> How silly of me. <laughs> right. Seeing Project Red ahead of me at every turn. She looks kind of like an elf. She's got almond-shaped eyes. Oh, she's shooting lightning out of her fingers. Oh, I didn't. Or is see that your? I just thought it was goo. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. <laughs> yes, we'll all be there someday. Oh, well. Look and at that. There's that lady. Uh, go 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 Oops. down one. Oh yeah, yeah. I know. I. It's Wait, just like a, a normal right? looking oh, woman. Her? Yeah, she's with like just a, like, oh. fuck it. <laughs> with a Darth Maul <laughs> chin. She has traditional Maori. She's vomiting, uh, vomiting uh, cybers. Maori. So uh, Cyberwatch, the award-winning news news segment. Cool. Wrapping up again this week. Who's hey, this Han. Guy? That's Han Solo with his goofy beard. Oh, I told you it was real. Are we going to get our minds blown or our topics heated or what's uh, our topics what's heated. the next? God, what a second. What's next, Lauren? Yes, I, I've got. <laughs> Can we move on now? No, I'm just curious. I, I'm not on these very often. That, ugh, that's gross. I don't like that. How, uh, how, Bone, since you asked. Okay. How, uh, how much of a fix would you say you have on reality? Uh, I, I don't know. I have a, I have a. I have my own little view of that. Um, I'm pretty certain I exist, but outside of that, I don't. I, I I just sort of assume that you're all here and you're real and you exist. And I see. Yeah. Okay. But there's nothing I can do about it, so I just live my life. So if I were to, if I were to present you, yeah, with a. Oh, I my <laughs> uh, learn from yesterday, live for for today, yeah. hope for tomorrow. All right, okay. tomorrow's not real. That's all he does. <laughs> Let's say that if I were to present to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, a thought so intense that it might drive you insane. I'm game. Yeah? yeah. All right. I got. Uh, let me <clears throat> freak your mind. All right. right now. Oh yeah. There it Whoa! Is. Oh my gosh. I tried to figure out how to cram more of those into the opening like 20 minutes of the podcast. When we should a hot topic to. It's not really a hot topic though. I guess it's hot porn terms. Whatever. Anyway. Okay. Whatever, man. Uh. I got actually two, and I'm trying to decide which one to, oh my gosh. With both of them. to freak your mind with. I'm not a coward. Oh. <laughs> okay. I think you're brave enough for this. You're hydrated. <laughs> Take I another swig. Hydrated. All right, Bones. I have to pee my pants. All right, let's I'm go. I'm about to blow your, blow your fucking mind. All right. He I went to, to the museum over the weekend. What? Which I know. Museum? I know. Uh, the Natural History Museum. Oh, I love those. They got okay. the King Tut exhibit. Okay. Too common, as those Tutankhamen. who have gone through the exhibit now say. Okay. I got the audio tour. Learned a lot about Osiris. Ray, it's not raw. Oh, I guess really? now we've changed that. Oh nice. my goodness! Now here's the interesting thing, and and this is building up to your destruction as a mental individual. About Stargate. Sadly, no. Shit. But maybe a little bit. Okay. Yes. You know what? Yes, I'll find a okay. way to work that in there. Uh, so the the history, as laid out by the wonderful uh, exhibit at the L.A. Natural Science History Museum, mm-hmm. is that uh, most tombs were plundered clean. Uh, and it's kind of a side effect of the fact that they built giant pyramid structures to house all of the gold and dead people. <laughs> Turns out that was just kind of a giant billboard for people to just roll in and steal everything because yeah. they didn't really have cameras or light back then. There weren't guards. No. So yeah, people just rolled up in the night, swiped everything. So years later when people get there and they maybe want to preserve some stuff for history, everything's gone. So we don't really have much to learn about how they prepared or anything like that. King Tutankhamun uh, became uh, Pharaoh very young. 
-hmm. died not much older. I think died at 19. Could be wrong about that. Even though I locked it all the way he up here, like still trapped. He was like 18 or 19. Yeah. I was really into Tutankhamun when I was a kid. Oh. And I went to the Art Gallery of Ontario. Had all Probably what's at LA right now, all be, his yeah. treasures. They did it then. Mm-hmm. So I was like, fuck it. Like, I'm going to go <laughs> do it. Well, it seems like you may have already survived this particular mind freak. But uh, so the, the idea is the reason that they built these ornate, ornate tombs uh, is because uh, Egyptian, Egyptian belief is that you die two deaths. There's your physical one, and then you die a second time when people cease to say your name out loud, or they, they've basically forgotten you. Oh, I like that. Yeah, it's a neat idea. Uh, and so they have all these rituals where they just recite lists and lists of pharaohs just to make sure that they're alive and in memory. Uh, however, King Tutankhamun was not popular. Um, for, for reasons unexplained in the exhibit, his history was basically erased. They scratched his name off a bunch of oh my. things. His, uh, yeah, he, he was buried in a pretty unremarkable tomb. Oh, and that's another bit. They they figured out maybe building giant pyramids to house dead people and a bunch of gold was not a good idea. Mm-hmm. So then they started burying people in the Valley of Kings, which is just this nondescript uh, natural formation that precludes sight lines, and they just bury him underground, mm. and he was seal really, it up, and leave it. Really sickly. And I think he like died yeah. before they could put him in like a real like Pharaoh's okay. tomb. So they were like, we'll just stick him in whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, gotta get him in the ground. <laughs> So gross asshole out. Yeah, put him in the hole. So now we're, we're leading up to the freak, all right? So I want you to prepare. I've been something. preparing. I'm like all right. very tensed up. Things are starting to hurt. Like, good, it's good. A lead up. You should, you should be sweating a little bit. <laughs> Hypertension is, is probably a good sign. Now, here's the thing. Uh, a lot of pharaohs uh, constructed these ornate structures and everything like that because they wanted to be remembered. Yes. However, the pharaoh that gets remembered the most now after all this time is the one that was supposed to be remembered the least. Mm. And it's because... He didn't have an ornate tomb that got robbed and shit. Means that he's the mm-hmm. one tomb we were able to find intact uh-huh. and thus is now the most notable pharaoh of all. So freak that out your mind a little is bit. That the, the desire to be remembered meant that they all got forgotten and the intent of people to make this pharaoh forgotten meant that he was remembered. Even though he didn't really accomplish it's that much. Breathe it out. It hurts. Who's credited with discovering King Uh, There's some British dude. Was it Howard Carter? Yeah. Yeah. I think that was actually exactly I'm pretty sure I dressed up as him when I was in like middle school or something. Carter and and Herbert. Yeah, that sounds familiar. But that's the problem. You know, I'm going to blow your mind. (gasps) You can't. I will. But try. (laughs) I studied anthropology in college. I have a a degree in it. The freaker has become the freaky. A worthless bachelor's degree in anthropology. You were just talking the other day about how you wish you had a use for it, and here it is. Here it is. So did you study a ton about tomb excavation and the No, I wasn't into archaeology as much, but that is a problem with anthropology is that, yeah, like we're looking back, but all that's left are not only like you say, the things that no one gave a shit about and no one stole, but also just the things that happen to be made out of slightly more durable materials. Yeah. So like, yeah, our picture of the past is always like really kind of, it's faulty and it's it's based on very, very tiny little remnants of things. Tiny clues. Yeah, it's like, little... like, oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. Oh, just like one of the most fascinating things about him and when I was a kid and I would watch specials on A&E and stuff when they would still show that kind of thing, it was always like, how did he, the obsession with was with how Tutankhamun died because they were trying to like at the time 20 years ago they were trying to like recreate his his skeleton mm-hmm. figure out what what all the ailments he had there were a bunch of different theories on like was he murdered was mm, did did he just die of malaria all this stuff and because there was no record of like his death like nobody cared enough about him 
or at least or got lost to record like the final days of his life mm. um which now it's like everything you like the most minute detail exists because of technology yeah the obsessive like logging we have now but yeah it's crazy like well at least you've hit on it do it's thematically connected so in the way that in the way that we remember the past based on what survived mm -hmm. this has the potential to rewrite history as it's happening so 100 years from now you go back you see a video you see a photoshop it's not necessarily going to be the truth that lives but it's going to be the media that people want to remember mm -hmm. so it's almost like and and we this is i guess the other the other mind freak you don't have to play the thing you will have to in a minute um i can't take another one. Oh yeah well you're about to <laughs> uh you'll, you'll have you'll have some time All to right. recover i mean you got to put those neurons back together but uh i find it interesting to think 150 200 years from now mm -hmm. uh when there is all ostensibly this perfectly digitally preserved media the it is essentially we get to author our own reality and then we also get to author our own history which has been done to a degree people mm -hmm. burning libraries or rewriting yeah. accounts of of, uh, of that sort of thing but yeah it's it's going to get to a weird point where you truth is going to be hard to figure out absolutely kind it of in the way is. it always is yeah it already yeah. is more yeah. than more than i've experienced in my life mm -hmm. yeah absolutely i mean you've got you've got You've got different news organizations on TV or in print that, yeah, that that have their own agendas now, and they're all sort of given the same weight, or at least even if even if one is clearly false, the people that believe it aren't willing to accept that, and so it's sort of forced to give it give it some weight. Yeah, it's yeah. everybody's connected by the internet and stuff too, and like information travels so fast, so one confirming um, piece of media will go to everybody who, like. Could possibly agree with it. Who like, already wants to see? Oh, it. Yeah. yeah. I can... Mind freak. Wait, what? Uh, 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 no, not yet. No. Uh, Sorry. Uh, that was just capping off the previous mind freak okay. before I freak your mind yet again. But first, okay. Let, let me freak your tongue. What? I like where this is going. With delicious meals from Blue Apron. Oh, okay. Nuts. <laughs> uh, they're launching a program. Uh, Blue Apron is sponsoring this podcast. It is a. Uh, a food slash ingredients by mail service. Essentially, every week uh, it'll send you the number of meals you like uh, by the criteria you choose. Send you all the ingredients pre-packaged and pre-measured, and then uh, recipe cards that'll tell you how to make a meal. And they're doing a uh, particular promotion right now. Uh, they're teaming with Airbnb to bring you the best home cooking from around the world. Each week, our, uh, their menu will feature a recipe developed in collaboration with an Airbnb experiences host like Cece. Uh, I don't know who CC is, but oh, it says it right here. A chef from Shanghai ah, makes incredible Kung Pao chicken. A beloved sticky, saucy mix of crispy browned chicken and vegetables. Ooh. I already love it. CC, please come to my house. Cook for me. Wait, is the idea that... Are there Airbnb experiences where you go to stay at a place, but somebody stays there and like cooks for you? I don't know. That sounds weird. It's just like hiring a mother. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> what we all want. Uh, and since... Oh. Blue Apron has been a recurring uh, sponsor of this podcast. Uh, I am going on my Blue Apron journey, or at least I have been for the last two years, mm -hmm. learning how to cook yeah. and doing it the dumb way, basically making mistakes on my own and learning. Uh, he, and, and as a result, my, my personalized top tips have been getting a little more nuanced. Uh, it used to be like, don't cut this way or you'll, sh you'll shave a finger off. Mm -hmm. This one's a little different. All right? Drop it on me. Mind freak us again. Yeah. I'm going to salt freak you. Mouth oh. freak me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to, Bones. I'm glad you said that. Okay. 
There are, I, I now have two different kinds of salt. I got normal, boring iodized salt, sure. and then okay. flake salt. Ooh. Here's what I do. Near the beginning of the meal, when I'm doing meal prep and seasoning like bases and stuff mm -hmm. like that, I'll use the iodized salt because yeah. who cares? But as I get towards the end of the meal, more finished dishes and stuff like that, I'll try to undersalt at the beginning so I can give it a good dash of flake salt at the end. So I get a good balance of salt all the way, and then I get little crunchy salty bits That's nice. in my finished meal. That's like a textural thing. Yes, it absolutely is. I love is. textural experiences in my meals. Oh. Well, Jacob, come over to my apartment. I'll give you an Airbnb experience. Tug freak. What? What? It's a tongue freak. Yeah. Oh, I said tug. I thought you said tug as well. And I was just not going to address <laughs> I'm sorry. it. I'm so nasally sometimes. Uh, if you would like your tongue to be freaked, uh, <laughs> please go to blueapron.com slash soup. You can get your first three meals for free when you sign up. And you can check out the menu, see all the food they have on offer, see the various dishes from around the world. Yeah, the, the latest box I got had a little pamphlet in it with like all the different dishes from all the different areas of the world. So it's got variety. It's got uh, efficiency. All the packing is... Uh, Recyclable, which is nice. So there's bas there's basically no waste. That's having I mean, little bits of green onion you got to shave off. So yeah, blueapron.com/soup. First three meals for free. Thank you for the sponsorship, Blue Apron. Lawrence, we got to cook sometime, you and me. Yeah, because that was one of my you could teach me a lot. Hundred jobs I've had was being a cook. So I'd appreciate. We can that. learn a lot from each other. Uh, I don't know. I don't know that I have you much to teach you. Yeah, I'd be teaching honestly. I'd be leaning against the wall talking about digital media and, <laughs> and, and the mutability of reality. Clowns. Clowns have always had a string to hold on our media. Let's speaking of, let's freak, let's freak some minds again. Oh, yeah, you can't handle it. I love that green screen dip. How do you keep man. this energy up the whole podcast. Energy. <laughs> All right, uh, this one comes. This one comes to you direct from Amazon Prime Video, Whoa. which I am learning is becoming my favorite repository for forgotten media. Mm -hmm. Basically, any bad movie that didn't deserve, like straight to video VHS stuff, really bad stuff, all on Amazon Prime. Yes. It's great. You can find all the Baldwins there. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jesus Baldwin. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that one. That's Stephen. He's this. He's the Jesusy one. Oh, that Jesus. And oh, there's sorry. like the drug one. Billy, I thought you meant one of the Baldwins Daniel, depicted Jesus. I think Billy Alex. turned out alright. I thought you actually just was actually like a Baldwin Alec named now. Jesus. So one of my favorite one of my favorite finds. Uh, this okay. is actually. Sorry, I got distracted. I can name many Baldwins. Baldwins. This is a, a bit of a sidetrack. This is not the mind freak, although it will still freak your mind. But we already did the graphic. <sighs> yeah, sorry. It's it's part of the whole segment though. So there's a sweet movie called Dead Weekend. I talked about this before. You'll definitely want to go see it because it is the grossest movie probably that ever existed. There's like some mind controlling alien sex sex alien that okay. at one of the Baldwin's finds. Oh, I know that dick. He's in a lot of yeah. movies. Anyway, they end up fucking a lot. And I don't think the movie has any point aside from that. They, Six <laughs> room yeah. sixty-nine. Yeah, that that's uh I gotta find a, a longer clip. Anyway. Uh so the mind freak is that on Amazon Prime Video. Yeah. They have somehow recently uploaded these gangs of old commercials and like promotional stuff, Ooh. and I'm I'm a sucker for commercials. Uh, mm -hmm. I love. I think they say a lot about society. Uh, there was there were like all of these food commercials, and it was the sort of thing where like is a howdy. It, it's basically exactly what it is now. Howdy Duty show, and then Howdy Duty's got to hawk some like sugar coated cereal for yeah. a little bit. Uh, sign up for Blue Apron, everybody. And then uh, it goes back to the show, and it was it was a trip like seeing those segments chopped out of the programming and seeing how they would segue in and out. Um, but they had, they had one uh, for like supermarkets uh, and like uh, grocery stores, and it was really fascinating because it was fifties and sixties. So you got a really good, 
you got a really good measure of the relative. Hey, what's this? I see a little Funhouse boy up there. No. Anyway, that's, has fighting. that's not on our channel, so I'm not going to reward I know what that, that Jim Carrey trailer is. Oh, yeah. He looks all sad and serious. Yeah. Always intriguing. Uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. 50s, 60s. So uh, it was interesting because a lot of the 50s ads, it was, you know, just for like Wonder Bread and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it was always a cowboy. So I was like a kid dressed as a cowboy mm-hmm. can't <laughs> wait to eat a, a Wonder Bread and Skippy sandwich. Mm. And then moving on into the 60s, it was all like space race uh, right. astronaut stuff. And yeah, it's like, that makes sense. You know, 50s was all cowboy, the rifleman, mm-hmm. uh, gun smoke. Into the 60s, Kennedy telling us to get to the moon and things like that. It's all future forward looking Tomorrowland stuff. And then it hit me. Or rather, Stephanie said it. And then I was like, dang, that's smart. <laughs> that is exactly what Toy Story was about. Uh, and it ah. never clicked to me before that. Yeah, hey, your mind just got freaked, my man. I know. Did you that see it? Did you see it in freaked. my eyes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was it was Andy like playing with his old toys and then this new like modern tech toy shows up. But yeah, it was Cowboys to yeah, Space, Space Man. Man yeah. Ah. And then wow. I was just like, man, I guess everyone at Pixar lived through that generational leap of toys and then they re-expressed it to a new generation. But it's kind of cool that you can get a message but not understand its background, but the message is still the same. Yeah. And then years later, grow to understand it. There's more layers to the message. That's a good freak. That's, this, this, this freak was for you. I was yeah. already reeling from the last freak. So. Yeah, this is a positive freak for me. <laughs> it's my goal to freak you all off your feet. Uh, I'll get you. I'll get you yet, Elise. Oh, I showed up freaked. <laughs> so, don't, uh... just, you're too well read. You're too well read. That's, That's not so... true. I just uh, I think I've crossed that threshold at this point. Your mind is unfreakable. Of anything on this show yeah. disturbing me. Speaking of, like, I think I edited a gameplay like a year and a half ago where you were talking about Dead Weekend. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, Suck around, it was, it was this whole time I was like, where have I heard Lawrence talk about Dead Weekend at some point before? And I guess, yeah, I guess it's just been a staple in your life since then. Every weekend. Yeah. It's a, every every weekend, weekend is a dead weekend. Yeah. All right, let's, uh, let's net hard. Wrap Woo. this up strong. Play that sweet bumper, Omar. Yes, it's not playing. It oh, well. sounds the music awesome. Music is good enough. Did I miss out on uh, on Flopatron's defeat? No, no, not no. Not no, defeat. The fuck is Retiring. Oh, okay. Because yeah, I know you wouldn't let it go. Oh, absolutely no. not. Flopatron's great. Don't don't worry about it too much. Oh, all right, there, there it is. Whoa! Better the third time. Yeah, sweet. Took a whole thirty minutes to make that. <laughs> well, well worth it. All right. Which should I look here or here? Uh, wherever you like. Up here. Yeah. Oh, the little food. Whoa. So this is Walking with Giants. Uh, I've seen these. Yeah, yeah. So there are a lot of there are a lot of YouTube channels that do this, but uh, you know, it's cute. Well, let's see, make a little mini cherry pie there. Oh, just little tiny foods. Yeah, my smallest cherry pie. It's probably the song <laughs> you should have. Actually, yeah, it is. But uh, yeah, he bakes a whole cute oh little pie. Oh my gosh. Tiny little flowers. That is pretty cute. I love this. So. Has anyone been able to divine, in the human condition, why if you take a normal thing and make it small, it automatically becomes cuter? Does it relate to like protecting your young? Yeah, like how like how all baby animals, it's like oh look how cute I want to like hold it and cuddle it and yeah. stuff. It's like a paternal maternal thing. I see. Yeah. Okay. I can buy. Maybe that. it applies to tiny dishes of pie as well. So we'll see. Um, oh, he's got a <gasps> tiny little stove. Gosh. So this is very cute. Uh, but it is going up against something that's netting very hard. Uh, Do you think that would work? Do you think a little fire would actually cook something in that yeah. size sure, big context? Yeah, big fire cook big food. Why wouldn't it? 
Thank you, Elise. <laughs> cherries. <laughs> no problem, Bone. <laughs> so I think we got both sides of the internet here. We got the cute, cute, mm-hmm. innocent side, and then a Howl at Midnight, a forgotten Uh-oh. dog's role play. This is on the Backyard Chickens forum, um, where people have backyard chickens. And... I, I know the forum. Okay, yes. Bones is very aware. I'm sorry, just for the sake of the audience <laughs> and people that may not be... Backyard chickens. ...up to date on the Backyard Chicken uh, community. Uh, so this is a role-playing game divined by uh, Heaven's Hens 88 up there, <laughs> uh, posted in 2015. It wins. Uh, there's a whole RPG system here with ranks. You got alpha, beta. Whoa. Uh, you got herbs. You can uh, juniper berries, grow in evergreen bushes, give a dog with exhaustion only three or so. That's too many. can actually cause a bellyache. You don't want that. It's a bad si- <laughs> uh, peppermint leaves there. Herbs for bellyache. Uh, we got that. Herbs for infection. So there's status effects you can get. When you're when you're trying to get those chickens, trying to get them, uh, you got herbs for the heart and blood flow, for skin ailments. You got burns and sores here. Uh, it, it, there's a lot of words. Uh, it's I'm still yeah, scrolling here. Calming herbs, in-depth. herbs for fever, eye ailments, uh, herbs to induce vomiting after being poisoned. You want to get that poison out if you eat a bad. Oh, you got man. hunters. They covered all the bases here. Uh, bells. Uh, these are the expecting and nursing she dogs of pups under three moons. Under five moons. And yeah, so pups. Cute. Any young dog under five moons there. Uh, pack pactors for pups. That's a thing. The naming journey. Whoa. Each pup must go on a naming journey. After five moons. Yeah, when a pup reaches five moons and finishes its pactoring training, it is time for naming journey on the full moon of its fifth moon. The eldest pup goes first and is, is first to leave camp at dawn. The pack's healer licks all the pups. Night, right paw pad is a sign of entering a new generation. The entire pack will fast and commence a silent vigil. The entire 12 hours. Then all pups must go on a 12-hour journey, starting at dawn. Reuniting, returning exactly at midnight. That's in all caps. <laughs> uh, elders should come into the camp. For, that's only halfway through that paragraph. So we got elders, the Omega pair, other ranks. We got loners, uh, no-tail pets, jailed pets, no-tails, no-tail den place. There's pack law. The pack oh is your life. God. Obey the boundary set by your neighboring packs. Never take a mate from another pack. Uh, do not kill without a valid reason, except in major battles. Never kill on border fights. Pups must obey every superior they have, except Omegas. <laughs> You're only halfway down this page. Yeah, battles. Uh, so the star howl. Whoa. Uh, done once a moon, the night of the, f- the true moon. Howl occurs no matter what, rain, wind, or blizzard. It is a great honor to be chosen to howl. Uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, there's a lot going on. There's the river pack. Uh, a lot of descriptions Oh, that's only here. among hunters. Uh, yeah. Yeah, thank you for specified. thank you for that. Looks like there's some some, yeah, some, uh, some broken coding going yeah. on here. The forum, I guess, <laughs> uninstalled that, that plug in there. That helps them oh, make God. colors. Uh, yeah, oh my so we're goodness. still scrolling here. Here we go. And then we got a little, uh, got a little character comments? sheet here. Oh, 2017, yeah, that's so comments. recent. Uh, not totally done with the info about the dogs, but you can still join, was the uh, the first. Has anyone commented? 13,000 thumbs-ups. Yeah. I don't want Winter or Flame, just Star and Birch. Says, uh, Cluck Cluck 1215. And then Hybrid Chucks likes that. Uh, XD Cluck, okay, just Star and Birch. Oh, wait, Ash is still there. I'll fix it later. Luckily I have to go now. Are, this is the most are, <laughs> internet thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, Are all of their usernames and like little captions and stuff chicken-themed? Oh, Overrun yeah, with chicken. It's a backyard chicken Frostbite 88. Form. Fluffers. Chilling with my peeps. Chilling with my peeps. <laughs> That's pretty good. I love it. It's uh, so good. Cluck, Cluck, 1215. Overrun with okay, chickens. People are making I mean, their it's dogs. a chicken forum, okay? Of course people are going to be interested in chickens. There's only like three people commenting. Yeah, but it has 11 or has 1100 Holy pages. Holy Is it the same people what? commenting? Click on the last we, one. Yeah, Go to we... page 1106. All right, let's see what we got here. Oh, uh, so people are supposed to Brindlepuff stared at Kalimitsu oh, Tipu. Like no, it's, it's role play, dude. I mean, yeah, uh, fanfic, I guess, if you want to be redundant. Okay, so it just keeps going and going and people Jesus. keep adding to it. Yeah, well, oh, we got oh, a meme. meme. 
Yeah. What? That's just Eon. Fucking Sarah and Eon. Uh, They're always at each other, huh? Oh, man. You got to hide under your desk, your little desk. Birch crept from her nest and glanced black at flame with a pang of regret. The she-wolf's ginger fur reminded her of squirrel flight. Is she and Holly Holly Shadow okay? Shawled, I have been more fair with her. She's going to hate me. Thunder's dead. All she has... This is spoiler territory. I should have warned you guys. All she has left is uh, Rashka and Holly Shadow. Shuddering Birch stumbled out of her, her den, her head throbbing. She had to get to Ash. When she saw her sister, she was being dragged into the medicine dog's den, gulping in fear of what she might find. She slumped across the clearing and pushed her way into the den. That was a Ash, week ago. She rasped. Still going strong. Yeah, April 14th. All right, this wins. Yeah? More, yeah, I mean, that's like, I this, love that. I can watch I love this that. forever, but that's pretty deep. Yeah. That's net and harder than like, this. This is. That this, could be on TV. Yeah. And like, it would thrive. And I love it. And I want to go and watch all those videos. You but that has, that, tiny food? that has 1,106 pages. Oh my God. That's the most insane thing. It hurts my it hurts my brain. Just yeah, my roosters heart. are awesome. Yeah. Roosters are not awesome. I'm sorry, I've known too many roosters. They're assholes, man. Like, does this person have a job? What person? What do you mean? There's multiple people. But yeah. someone invented it, right? You could be someone, on the internet yeah. and have what a was job. It? Heaven's yeah. Heaven's Wolf eighty eight. Like, yeah, Calamity Poo or Brindle Wolf. Heaven's Hens eighty eight. Uh, oh man, just realized I based on the eighty eight, I'm probably older than Heaven's Hens. So. Oh. This person made a whole role-playing system about dogs. They did, and they I, had all the color coding. I haven't done stuff. that. No, you haven't. Damn what have it. you done? Yeah. Nothing. Fuck. We're sitting in it. I just had a deep <laughs> thought at a, a museum. That's it. That's all I've what ever done. Well, they, they had to oil the frying pan, so they took a little paintbrush. Oh, in. my gosh. Oh, they're making mini lasagnas. You don't I want know. it sticking. No, that, I vote for that. Yeah, all right. Bones is voting for uh, Howl at Midnight. Uh, Elise. Not that I want to see it every week, but I gotta. I you gotta seem captivated it. by this this mini lasagna this right now. This is tough because, uh, in a subjective, from a subjective point of view, I actually do enjoy watching this. Yeah. But in terms of what hard netting means, yeah. Howl at Midnight, a forgotten dog's role play, fully yeah. encapsulates what we're going for. So I have to vote for them. Okay. Well, hope you might want to roll that back because uh, Crazy Jiven here on the on the chat has a, a good a good thing to sit. Nope, it's gone. Damn it. Nope. Oh Whatever. boy, the uh, the Rooster Teeth chat is is a character unto itself. <laughs> Basically, they were saying that uh, that is great content. This is a cry for help, which I don't uh, agree with. Oh, I don't. I don't I, it's a cry I, I for help. I would I would say this is someone exercising their yeah. imagination. Yeah. That's that is great content. That um, is true. I, and but, I didn't know that Hardnet never need, needed to be about creating content oh, for is. others. No, yeah. it's not. Um, it, sorry, I found it. Mini food is pure and amazing. RP system is a cry for help. Nah. Yeah. No. At, at best, it's a howl for help, but wolves don't need help. They have packs. <laughs> like it's a howl. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah. Oh. Like reiterate what the what, what the spirit of hard netting is. If you want. I hey, hard netting belongs to the world. I would Jacob. Feed that to okay. a mouse. Um, to me, the most like succinctly I've been able to say it is, it's celebrating what the internet allows human Ground culture beef. to do. So, in the instance of How both of these things, fuck you. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh yeah, it's supposed to be ricotta. A dissenting opinion. All right. Well, phones is getting charged. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's as far as I can tell, it's supposed to be celebrating uh the quirks of humanity, as as through the lens of the internet. Because with both of these things, there's no way if if you were living in a medieval village in Europe, you'd never know that people. This isn't dogs. quirky. This is like, this is impressive artwork, I believe. All right. Well, this, I respect. Indeed. 
something about it. I don't even know how to put my finger on Look, it. Look, when you're in, when you're traveling. I wish I could create worlds like this person. I, I think that's what it is. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. when people can create fully yeah. fleshed out yeah. worlds and they may not be appealing or make sense to anyone else, but they have <laughs> they have systems upon systems and layers and layers. Yeah. In a medieval town, you could never this could never exist. You could never find this eleven hundred page thing about Brindlewolf and Calamity Poo. But you could travel several miles to this this small town where somebody's cooking up their tiny dishes. <laughs> their tiny stoves. Yeah. He's got a tiny wood burning. There needs stove. to be like a mouse or something I, at I the end of these videos. I wish that like, I had a mouse that lived in a little hole in the wall and I would put down like a beautiful table like this. I just wanna look I just wanna <laughs> run it to me. Yeah, I've like, I've seen videos on like a different uh, channel where somebody will cook tiny dishes and feed them to their little like uh, gerbil or something. It very much is like the end of Ratatouille when they have their little bistro up yeah, in yeah. the uh, rafters. <laughs> Did oh. you vote? Yeah. Well, yeah, Jacob. What's your vote? We need it. We need it for record keeping purposes. Indeed. I, I'm going to have to go with the Howl at Midnight on this okay. one. But I'm never going to look at that again. I'm going to watch all these tiny food videos. <laughs> fair, fair. But uh, Howl at Midnight. That's that's amazing. Yeah. William D'Angelo's got an interesting point in chat. Says that uh, chat should have a vote in this. Oh. Ah. They would probably outvote us. Well, they would be one vote. Yeah. Oh, they just get one vote. But that. That could be used for evil. What if they want to be con contradictory? <gasps> what if they just want to log jam the process? That would make it an even number of votes. We're going to have to have some kind of tiebreaker yeah, rule. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not in favor of that. I'm in favor of it. I just have to figure out how Let's to name this website that. Backyard Chickens. Yeah, the Backyard Chickens Forum for people who have backyard chickens. That reminds me of this website. Before I used YouTube, I would watch all these flash videos on a website called Albino Black Sheep. Oh, yeah. Uh, you ever know that one? All right. <laughs> well, doesn't everybody know Albino Black Sheep? No, that's new on oh. me. I only knew Newgrounds. That was mine. Oh. You know. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess it's kind of like Newgrounds. Similar thing. But not as pornographic. I don't, maybe? I don't know. I was really I young. Yeah. I didn't really seek it out any of the pornography. Anyways. <laughs> All right. I guess that'll do it for uh, today's YouTube Soup. Uh, I guess announcements. We got a new episode of Theater Mode. Uh, at least, what's the most recent one that came out? So, Tromeo and Juliet yeah. just came out Great. this week. Uh, Philip oh, Gunn. Um, fuck, what's it called? Heidi, I believe. Ah. Will be gracing your screens. Mm -hmm. The tale of a possessed doll. Um, yeah, we added two more episodes, and then we closed the following week with uh, Zombie Island Zombie Massacre. Island Massacre. Thank wow. you. Yeah. <laughs> the titles are all dumb, and it's hard to remember them because yeah. my brain forgets them immediately. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, this one was uh, Tromeo and Juliet was a good one. Yeah, it was a fun. One. All right, well, look forward to that, everybody. And uh, look forward to next week. We get to spend another wonderful hour or hour and a half with you, depending on how many sponsors we have. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're watching live, please stay tuned. We have the post show coming up. You'll be able to ask questions directly to my expert panelists about life and love. Uh, we are all doctors, certified psychologists, and uh, crisis counselors. Yeah. Uh, so we'll be able to help you with whatever your problem is. I'm also a CPA. Bones is a, a notary. Past the bar. Uh, also a notary, yeah. You, you want both of those things at the same time, typically. Uh, Jacob is very effective at stacking. Uh, I've never seen a yeah. man stack things evenly more effectively than he, he has. And then Elise is here. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be a great post show. Uh, stay tuned if you're watching live, obviously. If you're not watching live, I uh, appreciate you spending your time with us, however that was, be it via the audio podcast or on YouTube or however. It's always nice to have company. Stave off the long, dark loneliness. I agree. That's right. the one familiar with the loneliness. Yeah, <laughs> aren't we all? Well, we'll see you next week, everybody. Bye. Bye.